The following program has been paid for by TD Touchpoints. The opinions expressed are not necessarily those of KFYI or iHeartMedia. This is the Carol Royce Real Estate Radio Show on News Talk 550 KFYI. Hey everybody, this is Carol Royce and I'm here with you every single weekend. And Josh and Vicki, this is Labor Day weekend. So I stayed in the valley and am enjoying this 110 degree weather. Josh, how about you? You're obviously here. <laughs> yes, it's been a little warmer than what I was used to at the past couple of weeks, but hey, it's been an enjoyable weekend. All right, great. And Vicki, what are you doing this Labor Day weekend? Can I come to your home for pool party, margaritas and burgers <laughs> on the grill? I'm working. And so oh, are you shoot. right now. But, you know, it's always great to spend these special days with our listeners. So thank you for those of you that are tuning in and you're not in California or somewhere else enjoying cooler temperatures. Well, you know, and Labor Day is is a tribute to those that work. And so we are laboring today. So we are the people that we're celebrating today. No? No. I think we are. <laughs> hey, we're going to talk about our local Arizona real estate market. And I, I just want to say that, you know, uh, last week we did have Mr. Ryan Rivera uh, with an appraisal management company on, and he talked about his flash appraisal. And Josh, we had quite a few callers that were very interested in in that flash appraisal process. I think it's a great opportunity if you're thinking about getting your home on the market. Uh, that 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 is something that you may want to take advantage of. Definitely, it's a great tool. I think especially when you're kind of looking at some you know custom mm, uh, niche true. homes. Yeah. So even if you're not, I mean, it's still a great tool, especially in this market. We always want to make sure that we're pricing accurately, and it doesn't help to have another set of eyes. Want to make sure that we're pricing accurately. Vicki, that's a perfect lead into your luxury report because, you know, our luxury market is still moving because when we look at the days on market and you're going to report that, it's still better than the six months, which is a normal market. Right. But but still in this market today, houses are selling, but they need to be priced right and, and they need to be uh, available to show in the proper condition. Would you agree? I would absolutely agree with that. Um, how buyers look at homes matter more today than how they did the last couple of years when we were in such low inventory. I so agree with you, Vicki. But if you're ready, I'll just go ahead and dive into this week's luxury report. Okay. So all data is compiled from the Arizona Regional Multiple List Service servicing Maricopa and Pinal counties. Currently, there's 1,835 luxury homes for sale priced from $1 million to a high of $32 million. The current average price for sale home is $2.35 million, with days on market averaging 77 days. If we take a look at the coming soon inventory right now, there's 107 properties that are in that coming soon status, priced from $1 million to a high of $21.2 million. Some of these homes are ac- actually allowing showing. So if you are interested in knowing about these homes, you can always reach out to the Carroys team. So what Vicki just said, Josh, and, and this is a, where we play a lot, there's 107 homes priced from from a million to 21 million that the consumer wouldn't necessarily see unless they picked up the phone and called us at 480-776-5231 because we have access to these 107 homes. That we do. I mean, I've definitely spoke with some buyers who have been searching out there and they've seen where houses immediately go pending before mm-hmm. they've even hit the market. And and wonder, coming soon is mm-hmm. a huge part in that. So yeah. if you're trying to unlock that additional inventory, we're here to help. Absolutely. Okay, Vicki, sorry to interrupt. No worries. So if we take a look at what's under contract in escrow, these homes have buyers on them going through the inspection 
and getting their mortgages if they're not paying cash. There's 688 luxury homes under contract, priced from $1 million to a high of $24 million. The current average price luxury home in escrow, $2.1 million, with days on market averaging 69 days. So now let's take a look at what sold closed escrow in our MLS just since last week's show. There were 90 homes. The price point for those homes were in a range of 950000 to a high of 6049000 and then if we take a look at the current average price sold luxury home in our valley, and this is the yearly average, it's running at $1.91 million, with average days on market 49 days. Now, that price point and that the days are a little lower because this is the yearly average. So, so that took, since, yeah, Vicki, that took in effect, you know, houses that were selling January, January February, February, March, April. Josh, and was the market quicker then? It definitely was. It was Inventory was lower. Quicker. So that's, that's right. why when you average that, that average is lower. But if we take a look at um, how many homes have closed just since the first of the year, 4,252 luxury homes that were on the market for a million dollars or more. The highest priced year to date that closed in our MLS, $28.1 million. And I know you both like to break it down and see what's going on on that $1.5 million and above. Yes, and, and just, just real quick for you, Vicki, uh, when I was talking to Ryan Rivera and said, and, and uh, with appraisal management company, he said, yes, I think that that's a good thing for Vicki to do is to break it down because we still have a lot of our production builders that are in that $1 million price range. That's right. So if we take a look at those homes, um, there's 2016 homes since the first of the year with an average price point of 2.66 million and an average days on market 59 days. So the luxury market is still moving. I've heard some rumbles and talking to different agents that sell in the luxury saying that, you know, they've seen a few cancellations um, due to people saying, hey, stock market's changing, interest rates changing. Um, But these numbers are still pretty darn strong, and we're still having a healthy weekly average of where the closings are. And that's what we want to do here at the Carol Race Real Estate Show. We want you to be informed. We want you to understand how is that market doing? And you might say, well, I don't have a luxury home or property. But at the end of the day, when luxury is strong and healthy, it trickles down to all the different price points. So that's why it's a good leading source to watch and hear about every week on our show. Well, that's what we do, Josh. We trend the Arizona, especially Maricopa and Pinal County real estate market because, again, I'm I'm picking up the Wall Street Journal, as you know, and we, and we get feeds from Realtor.com and Zillow. And when they give data, it doesn't really relate to, to Phoenix, Arizona, unless, unless they take out Phoenix and, and give a special report. But that's the purpose of this show is so our listeners can actually get accurate data on our Maricopa and Pinal County. Definitely. I mean, we're still such a hot market here compared to some other markets nationally, so they might be giving a little bit more dismal numbers. Whereas here, we want to look at the actual micro market. And Uh so, yeah, week after week, we're giving you the the numbers within Maricopa and Pinal Counties. You know, Vicki, I've got here, here's something that really is reflective of our market today. And when we talk about our market being healthy, and it really is a healthy market, uh, 4,252 houses have closed escrow since the first of the year. You know, I, I again, I want to drift back. That to, we're in that luxury market, yes, yeah. Yes, I want to drift back, Josh, to 2018 and 2019. And we were hoping to finish out the year. 1,500, 1,700. In, in 2019, we were hoping to figure out the year 
with 1,500 homes sold and closed in that high-end market. Mm-hmm. And already, already, we are we are way above that at 4,252 homes. It's amazing. <laughs> it's been incredible. I mean, I do know that the past couple of years we've had some tremendous appreciation. So now more homes qualify within that range. However, there has just been a lot more luxury product, I think, in our our valley. I know we've definitely had more of a buyer pool for luxury um, from outside of the states. So it's been exciting. You bring up a good point, Josh. You know, appreciation has been pretty rapid in Maricopa County in the past two years, right? Mm-hmm. Going from anywhere, some people say 21%, but I think a more accurate number is, is that 35% appreciation. So a lot of sellers got that rapid appreciation from the mass migration of mm-hmm. people into Arizona. That's right. I, I think that's exactly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where all of that came from. I do, too. Yes, Vicki. Because we've had a lot of people sell their high-end homes in Washington and California, Chicago. Flooding into here. Flooding <laughs> in here, yeah. And we and we see that. You see the license plates out there. But if, Carol and Josh, you know, we do have a couple nice properties I want to talk about. So if you're looking for a home um, that has those type of amenities that you would want in a luxury home. We have a beautiful home over in South Tempe next to Corona del Sol High School for $1.4 million, and that home's on Kenneth Place. And it's a six-bedroom, three-bath home. It has a basement. What I love about it, you can actually on-site park your boat that you would take out to the lake. Maybe you want to go to Saguaro Lake, Lake Pleasant, and have your boat right there on your own property. This is below grade parking that's covered that helps extend the life of your boat. And if you don't have a boat, that's okay. You can park toys there, even a car there, or whatever you'd like. But this house has some beautiful, wonderful it upgrades does. in it. It does. And that home's for sale for $1.4 million. Well, you know, Vicki, we like to talk about lifestyle on the Carol Race team, and that, that home really affords a nice li- lifestyle. The backyard with the pool and the spa. There's the fire pit. There's the extended covered patio. So it is Arizona living at its very, very best. In South Tempe, which is, Josh, we love South Tempe for a couple of reasons. Close to the airport, mm-hmm. close to the close to the Diamondbacks, downtown Phoenix, trendy restaurants, uh, Scottsdale with all the trendy happenings there in downtown Chandler. So you really are at the epicenter of where everything is happening. <laughs> and, of course, who can forget ASU unless you are a U of A fan? But who can forget Arizona State University? That right? campus is growing by the year. That's right. And if you want, you know, maybe... You're looking for something in that North Scottsdale area. We have many properties, but we've got a beautiful home on Horned Owl Trail, and that's in the Carriage Trails community. And that one's at a million one seventy-five. And this is a beautiful home, four bedrooms, two and a half baths, views of Black Mountain, natural desert preserve around it. Pool, spa, built-in barbecue. You know why I like that house, Vicky. It is an absolute single-level house. There is not a stair or a step in that home. And, and you know, the way it's situated, too, if you wanted some multi-generational living in that home, it would be easy to do. And it you know what be. the Carol Royce team, Josh? We sell lifestyle. Mm-hmm. We don't sell houses. That's right. <laughs> we, don't, we don't sell a four-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage. We sell a lifestyle. Exactly. People want community now. They do. Vicki? You are listening to Carol Race Real Estate Show. We're here with you every Sunday afternoon from 2 to 3 p.m. on 550 KFYI. You can always go to our website, carolhasthebuyers.com. That's carolhasthebuyers.com. Or you can pick up the phone and give Carol a call direct, 480-776-5231. When we come back after this short break, we're going to continue talking about our local Arizona real estate market. 
everybody. This is Carol Royce. Of course, I'm your host here every single Sunday afternoon, and this is Labor Day weekend. And Josh, I know you've probably got something really fun planned for tomorrow. <laughs> Hopefully. I mean, right now I've been submitting offers for clients, so if well, one of them sticks, good. I uh, can enjoy the day. <laughs> well, that's really fun. Hey, Josh, we've got one of our special people with us today, Miss Sherry Hagemeister. Sherry is the branch manager of Title Alliance Elite. Welcome, Sherry. Thank you, Miss Carol. I'm honored to be here. Well, we're honored to have you. Josh, on the Carol Royce team, who is by far our title company of choice? (laughs) Title Alliance Elite. Absolutely. Yes. Good answer, Josh. So, Sherry, you know, people ask me all the time, what what is, why do I need to use a title company? I came from uh, Georgia. They use attorneys, but I get to Arizona and, and it's title companies. What does a title company do? Title companies will go back to the U.S. patent on the land ownership and check to make sure that everything was done correctly. There's no fraudulent deeds. There's no liens or mortgages that didn't get released. There's no heirs that weren't notified in the case of an estate. Um, We're just dotting the I's and crossing the T's, making sure everything is good. Well, Josh, that's a very important thing, because if you're out there and if you're a buyer and you're buying a property, you want to make sure that when you buy that property and that escrow closes, you are the owner. <laughs> yes, that's and very important. there are important. no liens. <laughs> exactly. And I know you guys also handle the escrow side of things as well. We do. We do all the paperwork for you. Mm-hmm. We accept your wonderful contract. <laughs> we order the title search, and then we start all of the background work that we need to do. Order the HOAs, check to see mm-hmm. who the entity is that owns it, obtain all the paperwork needed, like for a trust or an LLC, something like that. Uh, making sure that we know who has signed your contract is the right person to sign oh, your that's contract. True. That's good. Um, and so that we know who will be signing our documents mm-hmm. as well. Uh, that That's a very, very, very good point. And I know a lot of times, too, Sherry, you know, we're, we'll, we'll get a call from, from, a, from a, a, a child, a sibling, and they'll say, Mom and Dad passed, and now we own, you know, in the will or the trust agreement gave us this house. So we always bring that over to you and say, what documentation do you need at Title Alliance Elite to make sure that that sibling Mm -hmm. uh, or child has has the right to sell that property, Josh? Yeah, and I've had a situation very similar to that. Unfortunately, there wasn't any sort of trust or will set up. Mm -hmm. So things went into probate and I went over to Sherry and asked, you know, what do we need? And so ultimately that client got in touch with a real estate attorney. They got the letters of personal representation and we did know how things had to be signed and you know all of that ended up being smooth but it definitely helps on the front end when you have a great title company like title alliance elite that you can go to and kind of get some clarification because sometimes these aren't you know black and white issues um as far as who is the actual uh seller you know sherry and and that's one thing that we do love about title alliance elite and you and hollis who work who works with you you're always available my door is always open. Your door is always open. And, you know, sellers and buyers have questions. Absolutely. They come to us. I am not qualified to answer <laughs> questions in regard to You might be insurance. more qualified than you think, Miss Carol. It could be, but I, but I know where my limitations are. And I'd okay. rather go to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, case in point, the other day we had, uh, we had a, a, 
a child whose whose mother was put into assisted living memory yes. care yes. then drew over the power of attorney because she was going to be signing on behalf of her mother Correct. to put the home on the market and the purchase contract. Josh, that's something I can't look at and say this is a great document. This will be accepted, Get right? Exactly. I mean, I've had instances where people, you know, think they have the right power of attorney document, but sure. lo and behold, they need a different one. So. Um, Sherry's been great at illustrating, you know, what we do need when it comes to situations like these. And I know Title Alliance Elite has, um, you know, runners who can go out uh, to the actual person and get these, you know, signed and handled accordingly. Yes. So they do a great service. So, so Sherry, a lot of people will come to us and they'll say, I have this power of attorney and mm -hmm. it's one that they printed off of the Internet. <laughs> this gives me power to sell this property uh, let's talk about that. Sure. In, in Arizona, under Arizona law, what, what does that power of attorney need to say? Well, first of all, it needs to give them the power to convey, encumber, and exchange. It also needs, in Arizona, a witness, which has to be notarized. The witness cannot be a party to the transaction. They cannot be the real estate agent. <laughs> Good. <laughs> they cannot be the lender. Yes. Um, and so it needs to be a disinterested third party, but it needs to be witnessed. Mm -hmm. Now, there are exceptions. Mm -hmm. Military power of attorneys we take sure. across the sure. board mm -hmm. without the witness if it's mm -hmm. not there. Mm -hmm. um, we're cautious about older power of attorneys, which is what your client had right. the other day for her mom. It was 20 plus years oh, old, yeah. right. but it had the right language mm -hmm. in it mm -hmm. that protected us mm -hmm. and you mm -hmm. and the client. Mm -hmm. So we accepted it. And that's something that is very, very important. When you say you at Title Alliance dot every I and cross every T, when, when you're, you know, real estate is one of the largest investments people make. Absolutely. And and I see some of the checks that are being paid out when a seller sells a home mm -hmm. and all of this equity or when a buyer buys a home, all of the money that they're putting down. And when you have anything, it doesn't matter if it's $10, but if it's thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars, mm -hmm. Sherry, you, the consumer, the home buyer, the home seller, the investor, you need to make sure that everything is correct. Absolutely, we do. There's a good funds law, too, that protects okay. us uh, as the title company. I'm not sure protect is the right word, but um, Arizona law requires that anything over 100000 mm -hmm. be in the form of a wire transfer. Oh, okay. Okay? Oh. Cashier's checks, that's a common misnomer. They are not really supposed to be used on the same day they are presented to the title company. They okay. should be presented 24 hours ahead of time. According to the Good Funds Law. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Are there exceptions to that? Of course. Mm -hmm. Let's talk. You brought, you brought something up, and it's called wire fraud. Yes. You know, Josh, we know this, that billions of dollars have been lost in, in our state of Arizona due mm -hmm. to wire fraud. So, Sherry, as a real estate agent, when we're working with a seller or working with a buyer mm -hmm. or an investor, we always give them information on wire fraud. Yes. So uh, we're always saying you're not going to get an email from the title company asking you for private banking information. Talk a little bit about wire fraud. <sighs> wire fraud comes from usually uh, if you try to send, it, it's, it's multifaceted. We try not to send wiring instructions directly to the agent. The no. Gmail, Yahoo, and Hotmail accounts that some agents use 
are easily hacked. Right. Mm-hmm. So we want to send it through a protected service that we use directly to the client. Perfect. Because, Josh, we don't want it. No, <laughs> we really. Don't. You we, really we, don't. We don't have any business getting copies of wiring instructions for any home buyer or home seller. Exactly. The more eyes on it, the more, you know, possibility for disaster, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. And so I always precondition my clients, in addition to giving them sort of a wire fraud notice, is just, hey, whenever you receive wiring instructions, always verify with me and title just to make sure that you got that from them. Because, you know, some of these emails, like you said, the Gmail, the Outlooks, they can all be easily hacked. And so it looks like it's coming from that person. It does. And it's, you know, even to someone who's tech savvy, they would probably get swept away in it. And once that money is wired out, it is... Oh, talk about that, Sherry. It's once that- really hard to get it back. Right. Yes. Um, we can assist at some point with through our legal teams. However, uh, we try and do everything we can to avoid that. Mm-hmm. We call the customer. We tell them in the um, protected email that we send to the server, please call us when you get this. Verify that these instructions are correct. Never take last-minute changes to wiring instructions. Um we do everything we can. I personally, in my, let's leave it at 40 plus years, have never had one. Mm-hmm. So um, I consider myself lucky. Very good. And so, Josh, I remember back in the day, and you may not remember this, but Sherry, you might remember this. We did everything with cashier checks. Absolutely. Right? So way back when, title companies, Josh, would accept cash. And let me tell you what they would do. We, It was so silly. But we would bring $100 bills. The buyer would bring $100 bills and mm-hmm. give us $1,000 and $100 bills, right, for the earnest deposit. We would put it on the copy machine, make a copy yes. of the money, take the money, over to the title company, have them then recede it in. I am so glad we're not doing that. Me too. Then we <laughs> Absolutely. used to take checks, personal checks from the home buyer made out to the title company because no broker wants a trust account today. Uh-uh. And and then once the contract got accepted, we would take the accepted contract and that personal check from the buyer from the buyer over to the title company. Yes. I. I like it better today because I cannot tell you how many times in the parking lot at several real estate companies, what did I see? Personal checks that had fallen out of a file made Mm -hmm. out to a title company from a buyer. Uh, And so I love the fact now, Sherry, that we are wiring money. We are wiring. We also have a digital app that that buyers can use. Mm -hmm. So the check never leaves their possession. Right. And it gets to me just fine. Oh, I just love that. Hey, uh, Josh, uh, I want to ask Miss Sherry, can you come back again? Because I've got a few more title questions to ask Absolutely. you. It's not a boring subject, Josh. It's a subject that every home buyer and home seller out there needs. You need to be aware of what goes on with your local title company. Definitely. I mean, without a local title company facilitating all of this, I feel oh like gosh. our market would be the wild, wild west. And wild be a lot more crazy we have on. operated in the wild, yes, wild west. And I am so glad that it's now been brought back in and people can trust the system. Hey, you have been listening to the Carol Royce Real Estate Show. We wish you a happy Labor Day. I'm here with you every single Sunday afternoon. I'm in the studio with Joshua Collum, my partner and grandson, <laughs> and Sherry Hagenmeister, who is the branch manager of Title Alliance Elite. And it's very, very important to know who you're dealing with at a title company. Yes. Have confidence in them. And Josh, we know and trust Title Alliance Elite. Yeah, 100%. They've been amazing to work with, and we've got some great questions for them. So stay on tuned. We'll talk to you right after the segment. All right.
We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is Carol Race, and I'm your host here every single Sunday afternoon, coming to you from the KFYI studios in downtown Phoenix. Boy, Josh, I think everybody's out celebrating Labor Day. There's not many people around. <laughs> no, it was easy getting to the station today. <laughs> and par- plenty of parking. <laughs> that there was. Plenty of parking. Uh, yeah, you know, I sit here in James T.'s chair. Uh, he's asked me not to get lipstick on his microphone, so I'm being very <laughs> careful about that. But then he also asked me, not to get a, a frou-frou fragrance on his chair. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to rub his chair down with frou-frou fragrance. I'm sure he will. <laughs> that would just be a treat for him to come in on. Hey, we do have Sherry Hagemeister with us. She is the branch manager of Title Alliance Elite. And Sherry, there's a lot of things we can talk about. You know, uh, escrow kind of sounds boring. Title kind of sounds boring. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling yes, you, it's not. It can be a wild ride. It can be a wild ride. Yes, ma'am, it can. Because one of the things that you do is you gather all of the documents for the closing, okay, mm-hmm. for the buyer and for the seller, for the investor. If the buyer's getting financing, all of the buyer's paperwork comes into you, the title company. Correct. So what is the average of how many pages is that? It depends on the type of loan, Carol, okay. but anywhere from 85 to 125 pages coming from the lender. Coming from the lender. So when when the, the when this paperwork comes in from the lender, you're then reviewing portions of it? Yes. We are reviewing to make sure, one, that we agree with the names on the documents. Okay. That it matches our contract. It matches our title commitment. Right. Okay. Um, and that uh, the names are spelled correctly. Right. We agree right. with the loan amount. Um, we can't change any of the terms, of course. No. But we're just reviewing to make sure that we have all of the standard customary documents. All right. And so then, uh, you know, when the – we're not going to get into loan practices, Josh, but, but when the <laughs> buyer makes loan application, they do get something called a good faith estimate. So mm-hmm. they have a general idea, Sherry, of what yes. their costs are going to be. Yes. So they're beginning to compile the balance of their monies to bring mm-hmm. into you. Yes. And and do they bring that in certified funds, or is that typically wired into you if you're a buyer? It will depend on the amount, Carol. Okay. If it's under 100000 you can bring me a cashier's check the day before. Okay. But not the day of. Okay. If it's over 100000 then I'm going to insist that you wire it to me. Okay. All right. Very good. So now you've got, now you've got these loan documents that have come in to you. And so you're going to be going through that, mm-hmm. and then you're going to balance that with the lender. Correct. And and that is called a CD. What does CD stand for? Closing disclosure. Closing disclosure. Very important word, Joshua. If a buyer's getting financing, mm-hmm. that CD goes out. The buyer has to acknowledge it, right? Yes, they have uh, three days. Three days. They have three to review and acknowledge closing. before closing. Mm-hmm. And then, Sherry, you at the title company are balancing that with the lender. Hopefully, yes. Not always <laughs> do I get to see the CD before the buyer sees it in their three-day lag time. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes the lender, in their rush to get it out, will send it without balancing with title. And sometimes that causes some hard feelings or some misunderstandings because what I come up with 
is higher than what the lender comes up with. So what happens? So 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 you get you get that and and you you don't balance with title. Then what happens? When I don't balance with my lender, um, I will send back my copy of the settlement statement and show them where I think that we're off. Mm-hmm. You didn't have a proration. Mm -hmm. You know, um, this I have a bill that shows the appraisals already paid for. Okay, that kind of thing. Um, I also question how many months they're putting into their tax reserve impound accounts. Um, Just overall, trying to be a good neutral third Mm -hmm. party Mm -hmm. and watching out for everybody involved. Yeah. So you're watching out for everybody. You're you're not partial to the seller. You're not partial to the buyer. You're not partial to the investor. You're not partial to to the real estate agents. You're not partial to anybody. You are truly a neutral third party. Yes, ma'am. Who who are you regulated? What title companies are regulated by? The State Banking Commission. State Banking Commission. All right. So, so Josh, I would I would suspect that there's some real uh, review there mm-hmm. with the State Banking Commission. I would Commission. think so. <laughs> I, I, I would think so, too. I would think so, too. One thing that I want to say is that, you know, Carol, our forte tends to be more of the Arizona, um, the AAR contracts. Yes. So we're kind of more familiar with those and negotiating within the scope of the real estate contract. Right. But when it comes to title, I have a lot of clients, whether they're buyers or sellers, who will come into title and sign. And Sherry, you'll be there, you know, illustrating what all of these documents they are signing. You right. kind of have a better scope in that arena. And when it comes to Title Alliance Elite, I mean, the amount of service and just customer service that my clients have received has been amazing. They don't leave, you know, wondering what they've signed. Um, I can reach you guys, which I can't unfortunately say for a lot of title companies out there, especially in the past couple years with how crazy our market's been. I mean, sometimes you're getting responses two or three days later and... Oh my! It's it's wild. So you guys have been a phenomenal company that I've had the opportunity to work with. It Thank is you. because again, as a buyer and a seller, they're dealing most of the time with the largest investment. single investment mm-hmm. that they're going to make. And if a buyer has questions, they they want them answered. And Josh, some questions as real estate agents we can answer. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. but there are other questions, Sherry, that we just need to defer to you. Absolutely. So you pick up the phone. Mm-hmm. You answer our calls. You answer the calls of our buyers and our sellers. You do that, and 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 you give them a complete answer on that. And Josh, I've got to say again that one of the reasons we prefer Title Alliance Elite is is simply because of service. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're all regulated by the state banking department, so you're all under the same regulations. But yes. let me tell you, like there is a difference in real estate agents, Josh. <laughs> there is a difference in title companies. Oh, I've yes, seen it, and I believe it. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And so the other thing too, too, Sherry, that's very, very important to our home buyers and sellers it is a high level of service. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they come into your office, and if they can't do that, then can can you, you don't do DocuSign on title docs, do you? No, because Maricopa County won't allow those okay. to be recorded yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I say yet because you just okay. never know. Right. So, so if a if if a seller has sold their house and they've already moved to Austin, Texas, mm-hmm. how in the world does that seller sign? We have a national notary service that we use. Oh, okay, uh, I send the documents to them All with right. the seller's address, contact information. They will call the seller, set up the date and the time within the parameters that I've given them. Mm-hmm. In other words, do I need this really fast? Do you okay. have a few days before it has to be done? I'd like to give them as much time as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they will sign 
the client for us, keeping my cell number if it's during the evening so that they can call me with any questions. Right. And then they FedEx the dogs back to me. I've got to say, Josh, I, I, I experienced this firsthand. I bought a house and I was in Hawaii. Yes. Go figure. Carol Rice in Hawaii. Who would ever think, right? Favorite place. My favorite place. And so Sherry contacted me and said, Carol, there's a few documents that you need to sign so that we can make your closing on time. Because I bought the house. I made the trip to Hawaii way before I bought the house. Right. Correct. So you sent a mobile notary. Mm-hmm. To the hotel, we sat down and I signed everything. The mobile notary did whatever she did with all of the paperwork, and son of a gun, we closed on time. <laughs> it's magic, Josh. It is magic, and I'll take it one step further. I had a client who was in London, and that required the consulate and all of this. But that's stuff that you know, a your favorite, time, yeah. your average agent wouldn't know, mm-hmm. and b just getting all the logistics. I mean, Title Alliance Elite was instrumental in doing that and we were able to close on time whereas you know with some of these other title companies out there i just i don't know (laughs) we don't know and you know the worst thing of all for me is calling or having one of my clients buyers or seller call and having the person on the other end of the phone josh at the title company go who are you (laughs) what address did you say Uh what is what is your question Again, who are you? Ah! <laughs> you know, uh, Sherry is always, when Hollis or Sherry answer the phone, you know who we are. We do. And if we give you an address or a client name, you know who they are. Yes. And you can give us an answer. And if you don't, if it's something that is complicated and you don't know, you'll find out. And within an hour or two, you'll come and find us or give us a call and, and give us the answer. Absolutely. It's why we love Title Alliance Elite, Josh, I got to tell you. It is. And I, I want to point out one thing. Unfortunately, sometimes in transactions, things do get messy. They do. And, you know, when it comes to cure notices, you know, buyers and sellers are trying to dictate who ends up with the earnest money and all of that oh, good stuff. huge things, yes. And I've had, you know, a few instances where I've come to Title Alliance with our situation and, you know, that presents us with who needs to cure, what goes on there. But they've reached out to their attorneys to really see what the legal... Um, needs are there and they've been huge at getting my clients what they deserve if that's you know what's owed or um just really detailing what these funds because again they're they're not given to us the agents they're given to the the title and escrow company the third party and they can really see what's best for the situation well you're well well and and again the role of a title company is an impartial third party to gather all of the Correct. documents. You we're don't favor one or the other. We're following the, you the guidelines of your contract. The guidelines of the contract. And it would be, well, Josh, if you go to page four of the real estate purchase mm-hmm. contract, look at line 273, it says. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. So, mm-hmm. so, but, but again, it, title companies are important. The people who are at the title company, especially the branch managers, are important. It's why we love you, Sherry. It's Thank why the Carol Royce team, we always, if we can, refer Title Alliance Elite. Right, Josh? Definitely, 100%. Hey, you have been listening to the Carol Royce Real Estate Show. We are with you every single Sunday afternoon. We hope you're having a great time on this Labor Day weekend. A little warm. <laughs> little warm, but it's okay because 
Uh, we can always go home, Josh, and splash in the pool. That we can. We don't have as many clouds or the rain that we've had the past couple weeks. So. I know, although it has been nice. <laughs> it has been. <laughs> hey, if you stay tuned with us, I know next segment we're going to have our Under a Million Report. We are. We're going to talk about our local Arizona real estate market. So we've got some great information for you guys. You have been listening to the Carol Royce Real Estate Show right here on uh, 550 KFYI. We're here every Sunday from 2 to 3. We are your valley-wide experts. So if you guys have any questions, pick up the phone or give us a call. 480-776-5231. Or you can always go to carolhasthebuyers.com. That's carolhasthebuyers.com. Come on back. Welcome back, everybody. This is Carol Royce, and I am here with you every single weekend. And boy, like we said before, this is Labor Day weekend. And so we want to celebrate that. You know what is so cool, Josh? In my community, uh, they they put up some flags to celebrate Mm -hmm. the holidays. They were up for Fourth of July, Memorial Day, and up for Labor Day. Because this is America, land of the free (laughs) and home of the brave. That it is. In my community, there's been pool parties all weekend long. I can smell the barbecues. So it's been a great weekend for a lot of folks. You know, I was driving down your street and I smelled a little tequila. Not wanting to say much, but I smelled a little tequila and I saw lime rinds all over the road. So you think there's a little of that going on too? Probably. I think there could be. Hey, uh, Vicki, let's talk a little bit about our local Arizona real estate market. And we do have that under a million market. And again, just, you know, everybody's saying, hey, the market's changed. The market's slow. We're in a bubble. We're this, we're that, we're the other. Here's what I want you all to know. Our Arizona real estate market is still moving. We are selling homes. The only difference, Vicki, is it's instead of selling in two hours, it might take 60 days. But you're going right. to give us the days on market. That is still mm-hmm. a very fast market. It is. It's still, you know, it's the market's kind of more normal today than it has been in a long time. And so it's just that transition until people get used to that and understand that things are a little different. You know, that's an interesting word that you said, Josh. She said the market today is a little more normal. But if but if you read the newspaper, if you watch TV, it's like people are freaking out over the market, right? Mm-hmm. They're just freaking out over the market. But Vicky, I have to agree with you. A normal market is six months. It's six months it worth of inventory, six months to sell a house. If you sell it sooner, great, but don't be concerned if it doesn't sell until you get closer to that six-month period. And Josh, that's normal <laughs> for Maricopa and Penelope. Definitely. I think a lot of sellers and buyers kind of got caught up in the last three years where I we weren't right. normal. Mm-hmm. And so to them, that felt normal. That's what they knew and saw, but so we're right, kind Josh. of back into normal now. So. I, I so agree with you. Right, well, we yeah, we've had clients, you know, at the Carol Race team where we've sold them homes over the years and their family expanded and so they said our bedroom count will no longer work and we were out showing them homes over the last two years and things wouldn't work or they would get outbid on offers or just feel like you know what this isn't quite the right house if we're going to have to overpay we're going to settle and I have some exciting news that this past week they closed escrow on a home and they feel like they they bought the home right. They still cashed out that seller on their, the seller still made great equity money. So the seller felt it was a win. But the buyers are now, you know, going into the home, making a few a little updates that they wanted to do to the home. 
but they felt they couldn't succeed the last two years when we were out looking at homes and now they have a home and now they're going to put their home on the market and things like that so Mm -hmm. we're seeing these success stories where we didn't get and they're not a first-time home buyer because they're a buyer that's moved up a couple times to homes but they just felt that pressure from the last two years and now it's a more normal market where they felt ah, we can do something. And they felt the rates weren't mm -hmm, too terrible when mm -hmm. they broke down what their payment was and they said where they would have had to have overbid, say, six months ago on a home. They said, actually, our payment is probably less than if we overbid on the home and paid an extra you know, 50000 for the home. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And, you know, Josh, we hear these stories all of the time. And, again, mm-hmm. I, I, I keep going back to lifestyle. You know, uh, so many people uh, in my age group, they want to downsize or they want to right size. They want to get out of the two-story. They want to, and by the way, I'm only 34, just so you know. <laughs> but they want to get get out of the two-story. Maybe they're tired of the swimming pool. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, we're getting the calls from home sellers and home buyers that just say, uh, my, our life has changed. Our lifestyle has changed. We want lock and go. We, we want something that we can just lock and go so we can go over and spend a weekend in San Diego and then drive up the coast to get into Seattle. So, you know, people, Life's change. Life's changing. I had quite a few friends message me um, through Messenger and things on Facebook saying, hey, we just became empty nesters. Now we want to kind of talk about what it would look like to downsize and see how that would would look. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that happen in people's lives that cause them to say, let's make a change in our home. Okay. To that end, let's get on with that under a million market. Okay, so if we take a look, all data is compiled from the Arizona Regional Multiple List Service servicing Maricopa and Pinal counties. Currently, there are 12,801 single-family detached homes active for sale on the MLS. The average price point for those homes, 533000 And days on market, they've gone up. 50 days. Mm-hmm. They've gone up. I mean, we went from, you know, the 30s to the 40s, now to 50 days even. Under contract in escrow, these homes have buyers on them. There's 6,126 homes in escrow. The average price point for those homes, 505000 And days on market for those homes under contract, 40 days. Now, let's take a look at what closed escrow just since last week's show. We had 1,044 single-family detached homes under a million dollars. Average list price, $507,096. Average sold price, $497,663. So almost $10,000 off. So here that is, number is growing greater each week, I feel like, between the listed for sale yeah, and the, the the sold closed escrow price. And the days on market were 39 for those. Here's something really interesting, Josh. In regards to those that have actually closed escrow, right now we're down in the fours. I mean, close to five, we're 497,673, right? We have not reported a number in the 400,000 in a long time. Mm-hmm. However, however, if you're listening to me, That's don't, don't price panic. Point. Don't panic because you've had tons of appreciation. So again, let's go back to 2019. And and this number instead of being four ninety seven would probably be something right around three fifteen or three fifty. So you've had all of this appreciation that's come in and just really taken you you there. So so you know things do work out. 
right? They, they That's do. Right. And I think a lot of sellers get swept up in the sale of their home. But in a market like this, we're finding that negotiations are starting to happen more and more. Whereas back in you know the past six months, you really didn't have any leg to do any negotiations on the mm-hmm. buy front. Mm-hmm. So some sellers are on the buy side, you know, getting less on that end too. Good point, Josh. So you might lose what you think you're losing a little on the sales Mm -hmm. side, but you're really not because appreciation caught you up. But you're going to make that up when you're out there buying a property. Is that is that what you certainly could? And it definitely helps if you call a great real estate company like the Carol Royce team who's going to negotiate for you. Um, And in that case, your equity would be comparable to what it would have been six months ago. So, I mean, you know, I hear great (laughs) things about that Carol Royce team. (laughs) I I like them myself. Ah, good. So, Ms. Vicki, anything else on, on your report? Uh, it, it seems, again, that, that our days on market still are, are within certainly an acceptable range. They're nowhere near the six months. Right. They absolutely are in a great range still, even though it might be painful for the seller because the seller saw their neighbors or they saw their friends and family members recently sell their homes in a short amount of time. So now they feel like, you know, they go through this period of, Am I ever going to sell my home? Is my home being rejected? Why? And it's not. It's not. It's not that. the case. It's not. If that. you take a look at how much inventory is on the market and actually how many buyers are out there, mm-hmm. and you did some math on that, you're going to see that it's just going to take a little bit longer. Are we seeing price corrections out there? Absolutely. Buyers want to feel, you know, that there's. Um, there's some movement there sometimes, but you know, as long as you're pricing to the market, you're okay. You're okay. When you mar- price way above the market, you're that's when okay. you're going to see more of a struggle. And the market will tell us how you're priced. Well, the other thing too is when you when you add together how many houses over a million are on the market with with what those under a million are. So right now we're running just real close to that 15,000 mark of homes currently on the market in our Arizona regional MLS. And I got to say again, Josh, when you go back to the first quarter of 2022, that that number was 2 2,000, 2,100, 2,300. So you can see how the inventory has increased, Mm -hmm. but we're still well within the defines of a normal market. Definitely. I mean, the one thing that I like is that, you know, yes, our sales have gone down a little bit. Mm -hmm. We were seeing anywhere from 8,000 to 9,000 sales, uh, things that were under contract each week. We're still in the sixes. So I think a lot of people think our market came to a freezing halt. No one's buying anymore. People are still buying. They are. Life they happens. Are. People need to buy whenever there's a life you know, mm-hmm, change mm-hmm, or circumstance, mm-hmm. maybe a new baby. Unfortunately, there's sad ones like death or divorce, but people constantly need to move. And we're noticing there's been a, a little bit more activity, I would say, now that we're getting you know, through the summer and into the fall. Well, I let's agree. just talk about that. We talk about seasonalities in real estate, too. Oh, and here point. we are, Labor Day weekend. We mm-hmm. hope you're enjoying your weekend. <laughs> Um, but what we noticed historically prior to COVID hitting is that the market would kind of slow down. And then a little after Labor Day weekend, we would see a pickup of buyers and new energy hitting the market. So I'm telling our clients at the Carol Race team, get ready, because I think we will see a pickup in I the market. People, you know, they get their kids back to school. People travel. This is kind of that last hurrah weekend. And then people kind of start to settle down until the holidays. And so we have this real momentum that's about to start. And I think it will go agree with you. through the ho- until the holidays kind of hit. And then you'll see a little back off. But, you know, Carol and Josh, I just want to mention really oh, quick. Sure, of course. We have an amazing home over at 2042 West Lori Lane in Queen Creek, and it does have a beautiful horse setup. If you're looking for a property that's on an acre and a quarter, this beautiful custom home 
has all the amenities and features with a five-bedroom, three-bath, and it's gorgeous. What a fun house. And they have two rescue pigs. We've just got four four rescue (laughs) pigs. We just have to mention that, and they are fun, fun, fun to play with. Yeah. Don't ask me how I know. (laughs) (laughs) You have been listening to the Carol Race Real Estate Show. We're here with you every Sunday afternoon from 2 to 3 p.m. Remember, you can always go to our website, carolhasthebuyers.com, or you can simply pick up the phone and give Carol a call today, 480-776-5231. We hope you have a blessed Labor Day weekend. Stay safe. Go jump in your pool or go to a friend's house and have a nice meal. (laughs) 